Hello, this is Pastor Kenny, and welcome to the Living Hope Wesleyan podcast. If you would like more information about what we are all about, make sure to visit hopeforvermont.org. Enjoy! Well, Merry Christmas. We're so glad that uh, you have made time to uh, be a part of our Christmas Eve presentation, and we thank you so much for taking the time to subscribe on YouTube. Living Hope Wesleyan Church on YouTube is our YouTube channel, and as well, Google Podcasts, Apple iTunes Podcasts. It is uh, Living Hope Wesleyan, so YouTube is Living Hope Wesleyan Church, and on the podcast is Living Hope Wesleyan, and we just thank you for making the time to uh, be a part of our Christmas Eve uh, celebration this evening. So once again, um, Merry Christmas Eve. And if you are watching on our YouTube uh, page, that's facebook.com slash hope for Vermont. You can make that a watch party or on YouTube. You can certainly share that after as well, copy and paste. And uh, we will email this link to everyone so you can enjoy uh, either later tonight or you can Uh, share it with a friend that was unable to join us live as well. I just wanted to remind you and invite you to a special Sunday service this coming Sunday, the 27th, online at 9 a.m., but we're doing a joint combined service with the other Wesleyan church in Vermont. That's Furnacebrook Wesleyan down just outside of uh, Rutland, Vermont, and we're excited about that time together. But again, we say Merry Christmas Eve. Thank you so much for making the time to join and be a part. My name is Jeff Fuller. I'm the pastor at Living Hope Wesleyan Church, and we're going to begin with a special uh, reading for you. And if you just want to follow along, it is sections of Luke 1, beginning at verse 26, going through Luke 2, 40. And so I'm going to bring up the others that are helping me. So Pastor Kenny, it's so good to see you. And Stacy and Missy, we are glad to have you with us. And uh, let's just begin with Luke chapter 1, verse 26. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, since I am a virgin? The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God, for no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant. May your words to me be fulfilled. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, The baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who has believed that the Lord will fulfill his promises to her. And Mary said, 
My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble servant state of his servant. From now on, all generations will bless will call me blessed, for the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him for generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his arm. He has scattered those who are proud in their innermost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful. When it was time for Elizabeth to have her baby, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy, and they shared her joy. His father, Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied. Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come to his people and redeemed them. He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As he said through his holy prophets of long ago, salvation from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. The oath he swore to our father Abraham to rescue us from the hands of our enemies and to enable us to serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High, for you will go on before the Lord to prepare the way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of our sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the path of peace. And the child grew and became strong in spirit. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went out from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and got into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby, who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherd said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. 
The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. When the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what we was said about him. When Joseph and Mary had done everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own town in Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong. He was filled with wisdom and the grace of God was on him. And may God add his blessing to the reading of his word. Uh, today I had the privilege and opportunity to um, read this Christmas story and serve communion to Barb Wells, who for some that aren't aware, she's begun hospice care. So we just want to lift up Barb and the rest of her family. But it was a very special time to remember that Jesus might come, that we would have life, true, abundant, eternal life, not just here on earth, but the hope of salvation in heaven. And so we are so pleased to know that Jesus' birth came, that we might have salvation and celebrate with one another, even those that are enduring hospice care. At this time, Stacy, won't you just lead us in prayer? Dear Heavenly Father, we are so truly blessed to be able to celebrate the birth of your son, Jesus Christ, on this holiest of nights. Lord Jesus, we thank you for our blessings, for our families. We thank you for the healthcare workers who are taking care of our loved ones, those who are in hospice or those who are in the hospital currently. Lord, we lift up all those in our congregation and our community who are struggling to get through these days of the pandemic and let we reflect on the hope and the peace and the faith that you offer us through your word. Lord Jesus, may we find the real reason for celebrating your birth on this night and tomorrow as we celebrate your birthday and are reminded of the peace and joy and hope that you provide to us each day. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We love you, Lord Jesus. And it's in your name that we pray. Amen. Amen. And Stacy, we continue to lift up your father and family as well uh, during this time. But Merry Christmas. It's great to have you apart this evening. And at this time, we're going to transition uh, to communion, the Eucharist, the Lord's Supper, the Last Supper, as it's known by many, by several. And I just wanted to read a couple scriptures uh, to you before Pastor Kenny uh, reads as well. But Matthew 26, 26 through 28 says, while they were eating, Jesus took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat, this is my body. Then he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and saying, Drink from it, all of you. This is my 
blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. And then we go to Mark chapter 14, 22 through 24. While they were eating, Jesus took bread. This is the same story, but a different account of one of his apostles, his disciples, Mark writing. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take it. This is my body. Then he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and they all drank from it. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many, he said to them. As we think about communion, we think about God's sacrifice, but we also know that is the reason why we celebrate Christmas, that Jesus came on mission for a purpose, for a reason, not just so we could get gifts or give gifts and celebrate together, but that we might know eternal life and celebration. For those that may be new to Christianity or the local church, you might understand that there is more, and we would say the more is Jesus. The freedom and hope and healing comes from knowing Jesus. Pastor Kenny, would you just lead us in reading 1 Corinthians eleven twenty three through 29? Absolutely. For I received from the Lord what I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it. And he said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he also took the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Whoever therefore eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty concerning the body and the blood of the Lord. Let a person examine himself then, and so eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For anyone who eats and drinks without discerning the body eats and drinks judgment on himself. Thank you, Pastor Kenny. Uh, I just want to go back to um, Matthew 26 when he says, while they're eating, Jesus took bread. And some of you were made aware of this. And uh, if you do not, you can grab a uh, holiday cookie, a Christmas cookie, because we're going to pray over this cracker of what it represents. And we do not believe this is the actual physical body of Christ, but we believe what it represents. And Jesus took the bread and he broke it and he prayed so jesus we thank you for your sacrifice we thank you for what this represents not just a broken body not just a sacrifice but one that gives life eternal life for here on earth in the middle of a pandemic for here on earth as we walk through these holidays seemingly alone and isolated. We know that you are with us and your spirit cares for us and we have the power to overcome, to know that you love us and you are the lifter of our head. So Jesus, we thank you for your sacrifice that we might have life. Please take and eat. Verse 27, then he cooked the cup, and he had given thanks, and he gave it to them, saying, Drink, all of you, 
This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. It's kind of weird that Christians would say, drink the blood of Jesus until we understand what it represents, the life from the heart of God, that he would give us life. And so whether it's grape juice or sparkling cider or eggnog, we set it apart on this occasion, this moment, that it would represent Jesus' blood that was shed for our forgiveness of sins. So Jesus, we thank you. May we walk in your freedom and in your salvation, in your peace and in your holiness. We say thank you, Father. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Take and drink. So Christmas Eve, it's kind of a special time. It's a very unique time. And I must admit that I uh, was not missing setting up the school and getting there early and seeing the Christmas trees leaning and being told to prop those up or forgetting the lights and calling my dad to come down and bring those, all the craziness that happens when we try to set up just right. But I do miss being together, but I am very grateful that we can join and use technology, but even more so that God's Spirit, His presence is with us right where you are, whether you listen to this live or you're listening to it through the Apple, iTunes, Google podcast, Living Hope Wesleyan, go download that, subscribe to that after, or as you copy and share the YouTube link, Living Hope Wesleyan Church as you may be driving to work, and it's not Christmas Eve, but it's a day in January that you'd be reminded of God's help, wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, who Jesus is to us and for us. Well, we're going to conclude in a very special way, and so it's a virtual candle uh, light service, but I hope that you will uh, join us as Missy leads us in singing Silent Night. And Missy, I think I have you muted or you are muted. So if you want to... Sorry. Perfect. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright, round yon virgin mother and child, holy infant so tender and Sleep in heavenly peace, sleep in heavenly peace. Silent night, holy night, shepherds call. 
Glory streams from heaven above. Heavenly hosts sing hallelujah. Christ the Savior is born. Christ the Savior is born. Silent night, holy night, Son of God, love's pure light, radiant beams from thy holy face, with the dawn of redeeming grace. Jesus, Lord, at thy birth, Jesus, Lord, at thy birth. Silent night, holy night, wondrous star, lend thy light. With the angels let us sing Alleluia to our King. Christ the Savior is born. Christ our Savior is born. Missy, thank you so much. And Sean, Olivia, Emily, it's great to see you in the background. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much. And Pastor Kenny, would you just close us this evening in prayer? Absolutely. Dear Lord, we are just so grateful and humbled to be able to uh, to come together on this Christmas Eve, Lord, and just uh, to remember what Christmas is all about, the birth of your son, the birth of Jesus, the birth of our Lord and Savior, the King of Kings. Lord, we're just so, so grateful that um, you thought of each and every one of us, Lord, uh, that uh, on that, that first Christmas day, you sent your son down so that he'd begin his journey to save each and every one of us, Lord. We are just so grateful and humbled and uh, we just, words can't express what it means, Lord, to, to be loved by you. Lord, on this Christmas, we um we just pray for everyone who's been impacted by this pandemic. It's a uh, it's a weird Christmas. Families not able to see families and um everyone being apart and uh, it definitely it's it's different, Lord. And as we are all separated, Lord, we just we take that that remembrance of you of what Christmas is all about. That Christmas is about you, your birth, your life, your love. And Lord, we thank you so much for that, especially in this time when we all need it so much. In Jesus' name, amen. Pastor Kenny, Clara, Kellen, Merry Christmas. Thank Merry you. Christmas to you too. Thank you so much. And as we conclude, we do want to wish you a very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas Eve. Uh, Ryan Semper Bond was also in the background wearing a Santa Claus hat. I missed to recognize him, but Ryan, it's always good to see you. Uh, of course. Now, I just want to remind you that we do have a special Sunday service. This Sunday at nine o'clock, we are joining another Wesleyan church, the only other Wesleyan church 
in the state of Vermont and you just need to subscribe to their YouTube channel or watch on my Facebook account, my personal account, Jeffrey M. Fuller. And we just uh, look forward to a great time together. And it probably is showing favoritism, but she is my cousin and she had a baby yesterday. So to Jamal and Melanie Abdabasset, we do say congratulations on the birth of Xavier, your third. And uh, we love the name. We can't wait to celebrate with you in person. And we just give God all the praise for his goodness to us. And more than anything, we're so thankful that this Christmas holiday We don't look at what's currently going on, but we know what Jesus did 2,000 years ago gives us great hope and peace, joy, and life. And not just life to get through, but abundant life that we can celebrate together. Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you so much for making the time just to join together and say thank you to Jesus and to God the Father who sent his Son on this Christmas holiday. We celebrate together, and it's in Jesus' name we say, amen. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure to subscribe to the Living Hope Wesleyan podcast. Uh, You can also see the live versions of these sermons on the Living Hope Wesleyan Church YouTube channel, as well as any more information that you'd be interested in at hopeforvermont.org. Thank you so much for listening.